Hey guys, I'm joined right now by Marina Schaefer. You have a match coming up. Uh, maybe a fight is more appropriate at Bloodsport. October 22nd, you're going to be facing off with Masha Slamovich. Uh, I won't get into too much detail, but we could talk about it. You also did the CWF Atlanta tapings. These sort of bookings that you're taking, it, it feels very much uh, like getting back to basics for you, like maybe getting more in touch with your MMA background. Does that, is that what you're, is that like a conscious effort for you or is, are these bookings just coming up and they seem like the right opportunity for you uh it's more so that it's more so honestly right now it's any opportunity that I get is an opportunity to get closer to who I am as a performer um you know it's I have learned like the more I'm learning the more I get put into these situations where I get to learn how the like my who I am as a performer would act and be like and it all very closely resonates to who I am how I was raised where I come from and what my morals are are about and uh yeah like these opportunities I'm really CWF was really fun maybe a little too much fun um being able to just uh, like really just be it. I'm just trying to be a sponge. I'm not, it's, I have ideas, but it's like, I really just want to get to know my environments and see how I can, um, see how I can also add to the environment, but without like being pushy about it. Mm -hmm. Don't want to force anything that isn't natural. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to force people to care. I don't, I've never wanted to, like, I don't feel like anybody should have to force anybody to care, but I am really starting to get in tune with like who I am when I'm in there and it's becoming a lot more fun for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think, you know, you hear it so often, but like being organic and having it come that way, it's not just fan to performer. It's also, you know, you, you reciprocate that as well. Like you want, you know, maybe professional, like professionally speaking, like you want other performers to gravitate towards you in that way as well. And I yeah. think just the blood sport event stands out because it seems like a natural progression even though you already you know like yeah I don't want to say revisiting but you know you you have that experience and then uh one of the things that I guess was reported or rumored right before you know you got your WWE release the diamond mine was supposed to be this MMA thing your name came up in it um and I believe uh Roderick said that you had gear made so or like a jacket like so it it got that far but what like can you maybe talk about like what your vision was or what their vision was for you in that group and how you know it how it relates to your vision for yourself now like is it similar because 
it's not this, you know, it's not like a group you're doing, you're, you're doing something on your own, but are those ideals maybe where it's like a balance of sports entertainment and fighting and wrestling? Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. Um, going into that and when it became like official, like it, it got leaked that I was going to be a part of it. Um, yeah, I think even before Roddy said anything, um, it was kind of like a, I thought I, what I pictured it for myself was this, I was finally able to bring to the table what I have been preparing in the kitchen for so long. And, um, you know, it's a collective idea in this household. Uh, I'm very like, Roddy was very much a part of my growth as a professional wrestler. And I like, because he knew me so well, we worked on the things that I wanted to bring forward. And then um, once the coaching changed a little bit at the PC, it was really cool because I got to work with uh, Brian Kendrick. And he's just a fucking genius. I'm sorry, I don't know if I can swear, but I'm swearing. You're fine. Um, he's just a fucking brilliant genius and the way he made me uh the no not even made me the way he encouraged me to just change my perspective a little bit about how I do things alongside with my husband tailoring like the small stuff it started to become this beautiful storm for myself because like everything's always crazy and unpredictable and uh you never know what is going to be thrown at you. Literally, like literally didn't know what was going to be like right around the corner. Um, but that doesn't change the course of the storm. If that makes any sense. Like I, all of that was just too perfect. Like all of that felt too good. All of, all of the culmination of the ideas and the inspiration and um, what could be started to like fuel me in the creative sense. And I felt a, a sense of, you know, responsibility. I felt a lot of uh, more, like a lot of pride and the stuff that I was learning about myself, what I was capable of doing, you know, just understanding that the, the magic of professional wrestling, like being able to get something across without having to say a fucking word. I love that. And I feel like that is something that is, that is lost. I think a lot of people, uh, that's, this is way off course the question. I just, um, <laughs> I'm enjoying it though. <laughs> I, I just wanted to bring something. I wanted to share my opinion without saying a fucking word. Yeah. Uh, no, like I, it's interesting that you bring it up. I'm blanking who just said it, but it was another interview I was watching where, uh, God. Oh, it was, uh, it was Karrion Cross was talking to Devon Dudley on Table Talk. I will plug their show really quick. Oh, no. Plug Devon all day because I actually yeah. trained at his ring on okay. a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll plug that really quick. I was watching the episode and it was talking about mannerisms in that same tone where you don't have to say much. And it was just talking about like Brian Pillman, how he could have like the crowd in his, you know, like eating out of his hand, like by not saying much, just like by being the loose cannon. And he mentioned a couple other names and it was, 
uh, like Roddy Piper and I, you know, I, I would just say go watch the episode before I butcher it for everybody. But it, it was just really an interesting kind of brief character study about how you could do so much by not saying very much at all. And, yeah. you know, that so I, I appreciate you bringing that up for that reason. Thank you. And I just wanted to really, you know, from what people do did or, or from what people who are casual fans, what they know about me compared to what they don't, the scales are, are askew because out of everything, you know, I was never in the UFC. Everybody thinks I was a part of the UFC. I was never in the UFC. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like the black sheep of the four horsewomen. I'm, but I'm like, I'm just like, I've always been like the black sheep of the group. People think that they knew so much about me, but really the, they didn't. And I was really getting excited to educate people because, you know, it's always fun when you, uh, like people have assumptions and they are, you know, they, they put their money on it. They yeah. put their money on what they believe about you. And then you give them something completely different. And uh, I want, I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to like, see how that process unfolded. I just, and I, I feel like I still am. I'm just going about it a different way. Yeah. And I think, you know, part of, part of the confusion is I think maybe people that don't know UFC and just think like, UFC is MMA one in the same. Yeah. No, oh yeah. UFC is a brand name, but oh yeah. Part part of the other thing was it it felt like maybe we didn't get to see enough of you because I know you made some TV appearances, whether it was uh at Evolution, I believe was the first time, and then on NXT, mm -hmm. and there's a few other events, but obviously COVID got in the way of whatever whatever plans there may have been uh, uh i don't really even think so much covid i feel like um personally aside from covid um i didn't really understand how big of an opportunity and how how much i could have snowballed a lot of the things that happened while i was on tv into something else and you know everything is always like a, a learning experience and i yeah um there's just there's so many things i i could have done differently and uh like you those opportunities make that i mean that opportunity in in particular being a part of the four horse and with the girls and you know being in a group with shana was so great because looking back at it i always had this like shit you should have trusted your gut on a couple of these things like you should have should have because like it just i'm not saying things would be different i'm just saying you wouldn't have you different. wouldn't have as much to question because you would have it's not yeah i mean that with it so yes from both perspectives that but also just um i just wanted to put myself into more situations and opportunities where i could learn like I got obsessed with like learning about myself in that job. Like, and I, um, I mean, I guess I still am cause I'm still getting after it. I just, 
I have learned, like I've, I owe it to wrestling. Like I, this is the most I've ever learned about myself. And it's not just because it's, it's, it's a combination of things, but wrestling is, it's forced me to, cause you gotta know who you are in order to like really make an impact. You really do. And that's why I'm like very excited about my upcoming things because I'm, I just want to see what the fuck I'm made of. I mean, I still train on a regular basis, but it's just different. It's different when you're preparing for something specific. It's different when there's circumstances that you can't control. Like it's just, you know, any, any performing athlete, anybody, any, I, I, if they haven't competed in a while, I bet you, if you sit with them for more than 10 minutes and talk with them, they will eventually talk about how they miss competing and they miss being in that environment. And that's pretty much what it is. I just have this dire need to like test myself while I still can. Yeah. And I want to refer to the statement you issued when you uh, confirmed your WWE release, you said, uh, I will continue to be the hardest worker in the MF and room, but now I need to be keen. I'm not done. And I just thought that, you know, it, it was, the statement was a, a negative because you're, you're getting released, but I thought that was just so powerful because you were like taking command of the situation and, you know, showing that, you know, this, you're going to turn this into a positive in a way, so to speak. So I mean, hearing yeah. you, hearing you say that now in more detail about like pushing yourself to be, you know, like you're an athlete, you're a performer, you want to, you want to, it, it seems like those two things, the, the, the statement and your current thoughts go hand in hand. And it just really speaks to like, you know, being determined to, you know, kind of see things, see things through. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I ate lots of bread. I ate a lot of, I've fucking devoured some loaves of bread for like weeks weeks because like on the dark side of it you know like it was such a great opportunity but on the dark side of it I was just like I might as well have been hurt you know like that's what it but I wasn't and thank god knock on fucking all the goddamn wood um uh it just uh it my ego took a shot like my ego was the first thing that was like, oh, fuck, Marina, they are fucking with you. They are doing the utmost that they can to fuck with you. Like, the fuck are you going to do now? Like, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and it's going to be like, what the shit are you going to do now? You got a kid, you got a husband, you got a dog. They all want to eat. Like, what the fuck are you going to do now? And that's what I was asking myself for like the entire 30 days that I had. Cause like, um, I just, it got to the point where I couldn't ask myself anymore. I just needed to put myself in rooms and in spaces where people are just doing shit. Mm-hmm. Just needed to do some shit, start teaching judo, start training like a motherfucker again. You know, I tried to be available for, for people who I could, who wanted my help. Like I was, helping my friend get ready for a fight. I was helping my other friend get ready for a fight. I just wanted to be involved in a situation where I was still pushing myself and I was still in a room full of people who are also trying to learn something about themselves. And I'm, you know, my husband's, my husband's been doing this for so fucking long. He's now training smarter so he can perform harder. Like we're like all of our, the mentality with us 
and this has been so crazy because we're finally like lined up with each other in the sense of uh, how we operate and what are, you know, just, I don't even, just honestly lining ourselves up for being able to make some decisions, physical, physically demanding decisions because we still got it in us and it's like, okay, cool. We still got it in us. Let's fucking, let's control it for as long as we can. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I didn't mean to like trivialize it or anything like that. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. I just, nothing personal. I get it. You're fine. No, I I, just, I, I'm looking, you know, anybody can relate to that. Like try to look at the positive and, you know, I feel like you, you kind of took ownership of that situation. So, but, uh, you know, on a lighter note, I, I hope the bread was good. Oh, <laughs> freshly baked Publix bread. It's never, oh, there you go. Never bad. Publix, Sourdough, Publix. Oh, sourdough is just like warm and squishy and, but I can't eat it that much. Cause I have like a glute, I'm like a, I got tolerance. serious gluten intolerance and man, that shit fucked me up. I, <laughs> I got I fucked up for like a week. I was like, damn. I uh I lived in Florida for a little bit I'm in Pennsylvania now but when I was in Orlando I was like people talk about Publix and the bread and the chicken like the the, mm-hmm. the subs like can't go wrong with that you cannot go wrong with them uh so I I did want to ask because you know you kind of mentioned like the opportunity of you know the horsewomen there there's always been this talk horsewomen versus horsewomen it never happened I I guess on the scale that people thought it would or maybe wanted it to was that something that was like discussed a lot or maybe something that you as I I mean I'll I'll ask individually like you wanted for the group or like can you talk about like if that was ever as big as it was maybe made to be from like a fan perspective all I'm going to say about that is what hasn't happened yet is still an opportunity fair enough and um you know i love i love and i find very endearing how that's still a subject of conversation very much so because it what it tells me is is that my friends who my friends who i've actually gone into battle with did enough to like set something in motion that they didn't need to talk about anymore. And, um, you know, like I said, shit that hasn't happened yet, there's still opportunity for that shit to happen. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. And I mean, if you want to look at it this way, your side hasn't really talked about it. It's mostly the wrestling horsewomen that continue to talk about it so you know know. job well done i'll I'll say on that part you know it's just uh fear sets in in some people differently than in others so i don't know maybe that's it maybe that's not it i don't fucking know i don't know i've just been doing a lot of introspective work that's just me just we we will see yeah that's how we'll have to leave it uh I, i i do uh want to mention again one more thing that I did notice and it, it kind of goes back to uh people maybe not being familiar with your work uh 
you know, you, you worked the NXT live event circuit quite a bit, uh, whether it was singles matches or with uh, Jessamine and Shayna, different matches. Um, people that are unfamiliar with your work might be surprised to know that you did work a lot more than maybe what they think was presented on TV. You worked the NXT live event circuit, mm-hmm. quite a bit of matches. Is there any work in that run in NXT that really stands out as something like, you know, you would really say, check out my work. Here's what I, I was most proud of I, from, oh, from that period. I fucking loved my matches with Rhea and Raquel. Like when they were tagging, Oh shit. I just, I just really enjoyed working with them. They fucking, they pushed me. We had fun. Um, they humbled me. They made me humble myself. I, I just had a lot of fucking fun with them. I had a lot of fun and, uh, they just, I learned a different aspect of wrestling because of them, because of sharing a ring with them. And, you know, when it was the three of us, me, Shayna and Jessamine tagging against them, it was, it was just fun. Like I, you know, uh, I felt cause Rhea and Raquel were just personally for me, just like, homies and I felt the like I started that was when I was starting to get like a little bit more comfortable with like how I wanted to carry myself and whatnot and then I did um um I did an intergender match match where I tagged with Roddy against Rhea and Riddle Mm -hmm. random um and working with my husband has always been the most nerve-wracking for me because he's like he's been through the fucking fire and you know, like he just pushes the pace and he's really good at what the fuck he does. And I didn't want to disappoint like him or myself. And I just, you know, like you work for those moments, but I didn't realize that like, Oh shit. Yeah. I can like fucking finally uh, let my freak flag fly in here. But like, I was just more like nervous, but it was such a good experience because I realized like, Oh, okay let that shit go in those moments and it'll be fine. And I did a little bit, I had a lot of fun. Just a couple timing things were off, but I didn't give a shit. That shit was so fun and it was easy to put together. And um, it was just a good experience because anytime I've worked with him in the ring, that is that has been the most nervous I have ever been working in front of a crowd. Yeah. Like so there's not like I already know that nothing can top that. Yeah. I know a lot of, you know, there has to be, I, I'm assuming like they whether they have it for live events or not, there's always a camera around. So I'm hoping that that there's like footage of that. There I think it's on YouTube actually. Okay. Cause the reason yeah. I asked is I usually do like a, a watch list mm-hmm. feature and Sometimes, you know, just somebody's favorite match or more, more memorable match isn't available, but yeah, I'm thinking like, there's gotta be some footage out of, you know, somewhere. There's that match that we did. And then I did an intergender match with Roddy. It was me, Roddy and Kyle, uh, against Bianca, Tez and Dawkins. Like that was a really good one too. That yeah. was, 
Also, the first time I almost shit my pants before I went out because I was just so nervous. Yeah. I was just so like, people don't talk about like not being able to know what to do with the nerves. And that's like what really sets people apart from others is that they know how to like separate themselves. And I've, you know, it's taken me some time, but I've learned to like separate myself from those nerves. But uh, those memories are still there. And it's something that I bounce off of. And I just remind myself that I did it. You know, I did it. You can do it 50 more times, you know, it, by the time it gets to 50, it'll be perfection. So at least for myself, probably not the other person, but yeah, I'm just really excited for next weekend. Very, very yeah. excited for next week. Yeah. There, you know, there, there you go. Uh, if, if we're lucky, we can find a lot of the matches you just mentioned, but uh, tune in next weekend. You can order blood sport seven, you uh, face Masha Slamovich, October 22nd. Uh, any other appearances coming up you, you want to promote? I know the, the CWF Atlanta stuff will, will air soon if it hasn't yeah. already. Uh, anything else you have in the works? Um, I just did, um, I did a free, I freed my narrative with EC3 and that's on YouTube. I just did a, like a, an interview about that recently. They should be uploading it either today. I believe, I know they had issues with it yesterday, but either today or tomorrow. Um, honestly, tune in next Friday because that's all I'm really, that's the only thing that's on my brain right now. Like I, I got other things lined up, but they're already like in place and just waiting for me. Like I'm preparing like a motherfucker for Friday and, um, I'm very excited about that matchup. Um, I need to stop smiling because that's how I'm just, I, I can't, I can't be like, I'm so excited for next Friday. I'm very excited. I'm excited to see what I'm just excited to be in front of their crowd with her across the canvas from me. 